At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. This is VSIN Primetime, sponsored by BetMGM. I'm Mike Palm. He's Wes Reynolds. We're filling in for Tim and Sean. Tim vacationing over Thanksgiving. Sean, who filled in so admirably, admirably the last couple of days for Mitch and Paul in the morning. Uh, yesterday was stormy, and today with Matt Humans, whose program, uh, his Saturday bet prep mm-hmm. is going to be on right after this show, 9 o'clock Eastern, yeah. 6 o'clock Pacific. Moved up mm-hmm. uh, because of the holiday schedule. Another elimination. Uh, we did lose uh, uh, Aaron Renning last week, yeah. uh, eliminated from the competition. ER, a good guy. But I liked that ER, when he came on here last week, he's like, yeah, my handicap hadn't been good. No excuses, mm-hmm. you know, and I and I respected that. But uh, we know, we've known ER long enough to know he's a real sharp guy. You want to be on his NBA sides, by the way, more than you want to be against him. So, Stay tuned for that. I think, uh, is it is it Chris Sanook on the bump this week? He's on there again. Yeah, uh, Chris Sanook. Uh, I know Brian Edwards, Dan Saley. Dan had a very nice week, though, last week. Yeah, he came so. on the show and had a terrific, I think he went 4-1. Yeah, one. yeah but the uh, the leader is Doug Kazarian. Doug Kazarian's just, like, winning everything right now. I don't know what it is. He got second in the William Hill. Second and, and fifth. Yes. Cashed twice. Yeah, so uh, Doug Kazarian. It's pretty much been that top four all season, too. Doug Kazarian, a mixture of uh, James Salinas, Chuck Edel, Chris Felica. <laughs> Randy McKay always lurking. <laughs> so uh, this is fun, though. I like this, that we're doing this a little bit differently than the old Stardust, where it was like, it was so random. It's like you could go 6-1 and one on your week that you're in the tournament, yeah. and then somebody beats you with a 7-0. and oh. This, at least, you get several weeks of handicapping, and you get a chance to move up and down the standings. Uh, let's talk about some, uh, some more of the rivalry games that go off tomorrow, and we teased 
Auburn at Alabama. Lost some of the luster because of uh, the Brian Harson era mm-hmm. uh, here at Auburn. Alabama ranked seventh with two losses, both on the road, both on the last play of the game. A field goal at Tennessee. Yeah. Um, and I still say Saban could have run the clock down. They would never win it. They would have went to overtime when they missed a field goal. Mm-hmm. And then in overtime when, when Kelly went for two at LSU. Bama's 22-point favorite, total 49-and-a-half. My question here, do you have a play on the game, Wes? And secondly, can Alabama still make this playoff? I don't believe that they can. Uh, I want it, and I haven't played it. I, I still have time to obviously do so tomorrow before 1230 Pacific. But I want to play Auburn here because I think, and I've been on them, uh, you know, the last couple weeks. They've been playing hard for Cadillac Williams. They, they really have. Now, I do, Cadillac is not going to get the full-time gig there. I think the new coach, whoever that might be, if it's Lane Kiffin, mm. who might have had his last game at Ole Miss last night, as Leach got him, maybe that's Leach's last game, too. I kept thinking, is this both their last yeah. games? That's why I was on yeah. Mississippi State. I was like, you know what? I think Leach is going to want this really, really bad in what could potentially be his last game. But anyway... Back to Auburn. We'll see if Lane Kiffin is the new coach there. He'd be smart to keep Cadillac on staff, though, because they have really responded to him. Auburn, they should have went and beat Mississippi State. They got down early and then were the much better team in the second half, ended up going to overtime, covered, didn't win the game. Then they beat Texas A&M. I know A&M's down this year. And then last week was the dead spot against Western Kentucky team that's 7-4, and four, that throws the air raid, all ball over the field, runs a quick tempo, and Auburn – was the right side the whole way. So I want to play Auburn. However, you remember last year when a a down Auburn team that was not even in the same atmosphere as Alabama took them to the limit, and Bryce Young uh, won the Heisman with a terrific throw there on the final drive. But So I want to think that Alabama is going to remember, okay, we better not take these guys lightly. But to your first question, I do not think that Alabama, I think a lot of things have got to happen. I know we all play conspiracy theory. Matt Eumann's kind of likes to do that as well. Like, they're going to find a way to get Alabama in this playoff. You just know that they're going to find a way to get them in the four spot. But I think that there's too many teams for them to pass. You know, if Tank Bigsby doesn't go out of bounds, I think they beat him too. Absolutely. They, they had the elixir to Young. They blitzed him and sacked him and sacked him mm-hmm. and sacked him over and over and over again. Uh, problem for Alabama, too many SEC teams ahead of them as well. Right. Uh, um, Notre Dame, USC. We heard uh, Jeff Benson uh, on the first segment say, the sharp money all on Notre Dame. This game has come down from 6.5 down to 4.5. I don't know if it can get to 4. In the Coliseum on Saturday mm-hmm. night, USC coming off that big emotional victory over crosstown rival UCLA in the Rose Bowl. Total of 64.5, Wes. I have an opinion on this game, and it's not the same side as the Sharps. Yeah, I, I I took a little five and a half with, mm. with Notre Dame here. I, I can understand, you know, why. But uh, you look, Notre Dame, this has been their better role as an underdog, even though they did cover as a favorite last week, uh, uh, finally against, uh, against Boston College, when a lot of people were on BC and Notre Dame uh, never had a chance. USC's got, got all the pressure here, but this could be a little bit like the USC game against Oregon State earlier this year Ooh. where, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of the quote unquote wise guys, we'll see how wise they are tomorrow. were on, uh, the, uh, the underdog Oregon state and, and, and they, and it got there, uh, USC plus 21 in turnover margin. That is number one in college football. Number two, by the way, for context is Duke at plus 14. Notre Dame is right at even uh, plus minus zero. But I think in terms of the matchup, 
Notre Dame can run the ball on USC on this defensive front. USC's rush defense is, is not very good. So I think Notre Dame can control the clock and a little bit of the time of possession. That's what you got to do against USC. We know how quick Caleb Williams and that Lincoln Riley offense uh, can, can get down the field. Also keep an eye on Michael Mayer for play action, that tight end, because we saw what UCLA's tight ends did to USC. They were all up and down the field on the Trojans last week. Uh, Notre Dame also pretty solid secondary. So I don't think USC is going to necessarily just throw all over them. Like they seem to do everybody else. Uh, Notre Dame's gone toe-to-toe with some elite quarterbacks this year. Uh, DJU, if you consider him still an elite quarterback, uh, did very well against Drake May, beating North Carolina, who, by the way, we're watching, has third and goal with eight <laughs> seconds left to go. They're down 24-17 to 17 to the Wolfpack, just to point that out if you're following along. But, uh, uh, yeah, I am on Notre Dame five and a half. I think if this goes to four, like three and a half, I think you will see some buyback, though, on USC. I think under a touchdown, as you have to take a look at USC. I watched Notre Dame in person, and yes, I went to school there, but they didn't impress me against BYU. I don't buy into the letdown spot um, with USC because of the victory over UCLA. Because in front of them is the playoff path, but they've got to beat Notre Dame, and then they've mm-hmm. got to win. They've got to win in the, uh, in the, the Pac-12 championship game. Um, so I, I don't buy that, and I think they're the better team here as North Carolina scores the touchdown. Yeah, I was going to say here, uh, Drake May, we just mentioned him. Hell of a throw from Drake May. Uh, John Copenhaver with the catch. So 24-23, to you're Carolina. You did lose last week. You're already in the ACC title game against Clemson. Mm-hmm. At home, do you just kick the PAT and play overtime, or do you go for two here? That's an interesting thing because they're already in the title game. I think that, that yeah. may make a difference. But now, we Mac- see, now as we see Drake May go to the sideline, uh, yep. Mac's going to go ahead and play for overtime, assuming yep. that they make this PAT. They may be taking a look at this. I, th- I think the kid caught it, at least on first mm-hmm. glance there, the tight end and the back of the end zone. So I think that they are going to take a look at this at least first. Meanwhile, Iowa rallying here, helping Nebraska fumble. It's 24-17, Hawkeye ball, facing third and 10, under three minutes to go. They could tie the game up with a touchdown drive here. Yeah, and a couple scores, by the way, when we were talking yeah. to Paul, we didn't get a chance to update. M-I-Z, Miz, Missouri gets bowl eligible. Winner for me at plus three and a half, 29-27. Both teams end up six and six. Nobody going bowling out in the state of Arizona, but it is a U of A, Jed Fish, five and seven, and I think a very respectable five and seven. They beat Arizona State 38-35, to Sun Devils cover. Yes, uh, I, I, we talked about this. I think that's two programs going in two different directions. You mentioned Oregon State and USC. And, you know, there were a lot of calls that went against Oregon State. They, they might mm. have been the right team to win the game. Not I just think they were the right side to win that, that game. game. Uh, uh, the Civil War, uh, it's going to be in Corvallis. Oregon ranked ninth, taking on 21st-ranked Oregon State. The Ducks lane three. Yeah, th- th- this is actually a tough one, too, because, look, uh, Bo Nix, you got to give Bo Nix credit. I mean, that guy really gutted it out. I knew he was playing hurt last week against Utah. That's not a team you want to play hurt against because we know how physical Kyle Whittingham's bunch could be. But, uh, you know, Oregon State, Jonathan Smith has very quietly done a very nice job up there in Corvallis. And, you know, it's kind of very similar, I think, to the Apple Cup, Mike, in Mm. terms of Washington, Washington State. Washington's getting all the love. You know, with Kalen DeBoer in his first year, but uh, but keep in mind, uh, Washington State's got a new coach, Jake Dickert, in his first year, and they went eight and three. So this is a very similar game where the bigger team, Oregon and Washington, or at least the bigger name team with more tradition, are laying points on the road here. But 
you know, a small lean at least. I have not played it. I think three is the right number. Obviously, Oregon has everything to play for. They could win, get in the Pac-12 title game against USC. But is Bo Nix, you know, what's his health? I mean, how banged up was he from last week? And, uh, you know, Oregon only ran the ball for 59 yards against Utah last week. They take on Oregon State, who only allows 77 per game over the last six games. I I think that this at three, you take a look at Oregon State on the money line here, actually. If you get three and a half, I'd take the points. I think this is just a good spot for them in Corvallis. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Bo Nix. He took a beating uh, last week. One more game. You know, earlier today, Texas was a 10-point, 10.5-point favorite. The game went back and forth with Mm -hmm. Baylor. They end up winning 38-27, covering. But now this forces Kansas State to beat Kansas tomorrow. Kansas State wins. They get the rematch with TCU Mm -hmm. in the Big 12 title game. Remember, they were up three scores on TCU when a quarterback got hurt. Kansas State, an 11.5-point home favorite tomorrow, Wes. Yeah, this is a tough one for me because, by the way, Kansas, Lance Leopold signed a contract extension there and so is that going to inspire his guys like hey our coach is sticking with us man he's not he's not going to leave here so uh you know like you said Kansas State can win here and get in the Big 12 title game against TCU Will Howard's going to get the start yet again for K-State I think this number's about right if this pops up close to 14 I might be interested in the Jayhawks as no touchdown by the way in Chapel Hill so fourth and goal last play for Carolina another big fourth down Iowa fourth and 10 Incomplete Nebraska will take over. When we come back, we'll look at college basketball on the horizon tonight. Some top 25 matchups. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Crazy Bill 80 is back at it again, and we have a Black Friday deal for you. With VSIN, new VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. With VSIN Pro Access, you get a daily recap of the top plays made by all the VSIN hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. The VSIN store is a great place to shop for VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear that make terrific holiday gifts. Hurry, this is a limited-time Black Friday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back in to vcin Primetime. I'm Mike Palm. He's Wes Reynolds filling in for Tim Murray and Sean King. couple of updates here. Carolina did send that game to overtime, and they got the ball first against NC State. Uh, Nebraska stopped Iowa on fourth down, but now some sort of a hijinks play on third and seven for Nebraska. <laughs> We're just over a minute to go. Iowa does still have a timeout left. Interesting if Nebraska can keep it within field goal range. That might have been a false start. Let's, yeah. let's talk some college basketball. Carolina and Iowa State locked in a close duel. We're in the under eight timeout here in this game. Uh, let's go. I saw 47 all, I believe. Yeah, second half under, which I played on a very good pace right now. 32 points here at the under eight timeout, but there's always overtime. I When you bet college basketball every day, you're just going to get those because I know uh, – uh, we had, I had Michigan State, Kentucky, of course, at that Champions Classic. And, you know, coming in on the changeover from Tim Murray and Sean King to myself and Femi for Live Bet Tonight, Sean was like, yeah, man, the under, it got me, the overtime. I'm like, man, welcome to college basketball, my friend. That's going to happen to you probably 15 times in a season where you have the underdog and we know what overtime, where overtime is, where underdogs go to die. Because you got to cover the game twice. You got to cover the game in regulation and cover the game in overtime. So uh, 47 to 47 right now. And uh, yeah, this is absolutely slowed down. And I felt that Iowa State was going to try to slow this down. Uh, North Carolina may be interested in playing defense. Like I said <laughs> earlier, they're not always interested in playing defense. By the way, uh, UNC, two of 14 from the three point line tonight, but holding Iowa State to 38% from the floor rebounding you would expect to be unc's edge and it currently is right now so uh 49 47 as rj davis makes a pair eight minutes left to go at the veterans memorial coliseum you know wes if uh, the hawkeyes don't come back here in this game against nebraska at kinnick uh the good news for fans in the state of iowa is both the basketball teams off to good starts we talked about iowa state mm-hmm. here also in this emerald coast classic uh in niceville florida they played the first round games on campus. Clemson and Iowa advanced in 25th mm-hmm. ranked Iowa takes on the Tigers tonight. Iowa 
Nice win. Went to the Meadowlands and yep. beat Seton Hall, wherever yep. they play there. Convincingly in the Gavit tip-off games, they're an eight-and-a-half-point favorite tonight over Clemson. Yeah, and uh, and I believe that this game just started. I thought the number was about right. But we know what Iowa is. We know that Iowa is going to be able to score, Mike. We know offensively Fran McCaffrey. I, I think they run really good stuff. I love their floor spacing. They're number one in the country, by the way, in turnover percentage, only turning over their ball 10.7% of the time in terms of possession length. They like to get up and down the floor. Now, they're always the concern with Iowa, as you know, as a regular watcher of the Big Ten, <laughs> they don't always guard. They don't always guard very well, but Fran McCaffrey somehow, some way, when they lose players, remember when they lost Luca Garza last season? It's like, oh, what's this team going to do? Well, they got Keegan Murray, who yep. became a, a top four pick in the NBA draft. His brother, Chris Murray, now getting a little bit more of the touches. And then uh, both McCaffrey's sons, Patrick and Connor, play for this team. They've got some decent size with this transfer from North Dakota. Rebracha, I believe is how you pronounce his name. So Iowa, very crisp offensively. You know, you want to see. They're going to get tested, by the way. They do play Duke, I believe. Uh, I think it's next week in, in the uh, in the challenge. Or, or it's not in the challenge. It's, it's in a neutral site in New York. Then, of course, they get the Seahawks game with Iowa State. Yep. And then Wisconsin, they open December 11th, opening Big Ten play. So this Iowa team, I did not have them in the top four necessarily of my Big, of my big Ten. But, you know, there's a lot of teams that we don't know. And, and they're a team that might have a really high ce- ceiling. I know that they're going to score and they're going to shoot the ball really well. 22nd-ranked Tennessee takes on third-ranked Kansas, uh, who's undefeated. Uh, tonight as the battle for Atlantis continues in the Bahamas. West Kansas beat Duke in, the, in, that, in the, the Big Four there mm-hmm. in Chicago. But then they've struggled and not covered against Southern Utah, NC State, and Wisconsin. Yeah. Are you surprised? And I haven't followed college basketball as closely as guys like you or, of course, Hoops, who are betting it every day have. Are you surprised Tennessee's favorite tonight? A point and a half uh, favorite, total 132 Not and particularly. Uh, Tennessee was one of those teams. You know, one of the new things in college basketball, Mike, they have these quote-unquote secret scrimmages. And Tennessee played Gonzaga in one of them and absolutely smacked them around. So everybody got high on Tennessee. Well, what do they do? They lose to Colorado, who I believe had lost a game at home to a SWAC team. A lot of these Pac-12 teams play in SWAC teams this year, uh, some kind of series that the two leagues put together. But Kansas should have lost yesterday to Wisconsin. And they, they run this awful possession at the end, but Billy Pettiford uh, makes an athletic play and is able to spin around and, and put it in at the buzzer to beat the Badgers. Uh, uh Wisconsin, or excuse me, Tennessee, you know, they played USC, struggled to score efficiently against that zone. I think they were .86 points per possession. So they needed to pull out a win. They had a a freshman named uh, Phillips uh, who really, you know, bailed them out at the end. But I think Tennessee can match up with that Kansas small ball lineup because this is not a very big Kansas team. And, and, And that game you referred to against Duke. They won that because Duke has like pretty much a whole new roster except for one guy, Jeremy Roach. So they got like seven freshmen, three kids from the transfer portal, and Duke just didn't know how to finish. And they don't have a defined three-point shooter yet. So uh, uh, I, I think I did not bet this game, but I think that the market is right with the favorite here on Tennessee. I don't know if behind us we can hear in the book if it's people that bet Nebraska or it's uh, Purdue Boilermaker grads, but they're cheering Nebraska turns over Iowa. They have the ball a couple yeah. of knees, and they walk four, away from Iowa City. Four turnovers for the Hawkeyes today. 24-17. Huskers, Purdue now, if they can beat your Hoosiers, will be in the Big mm-hmm. Ten uh, title game against either Ohio State or Michigan. 
uh, in that ESPN Invitational in Kissimmee, Oklahoma, who dispatched rather, dispatched rather easily uh, of Nebraska, will take on Seton Hall. You know, Oklahoma lost stunningly to Sam Houston at home in their opener, mm-hmm. but have played very, very well since. Yeah. Uh, Seton Hall, as I mentioned, got waxed by Iowa at home in the Gavit tip-off games. The Hall, a one-and-a-half-point favorite over the Sooners, 127-and-a-half. The Hall, of course, have a new coach. That being uh, former Seton Hall uh, standout player, Shaheen Holloway, who you remember uh, took St. Peter's to the Elite Eight, and then it's like, okay, you know he's going back to his alma mater because Kevin Willard, of course, goes and takes the uh, Maryland job. They're off to an undefeated start early in the season. Seton Hall off that real grinder, real tough game with Memphis where they won that buzzer beater that I was telling you about where the guy took a really bad shot and it just kind of rattled and rattled in, and Memphis uh, really took a tough beat there. But uh, like you said, with Oklahoma, they had that bad loss or questionable loss early in the season, but – Porter Moser is really a terrific coach. I think he's a really good X's and O's guy. He's part of that Rick Majerus, uh, you know, coaching family tree, if you will. So he knows his ball. So, you know, they can either run, you know, straight pick and roll or they can run a lot of high ball screens or they can, you know, run the offense through the post. Uh, Meanwhile, Seton Hall, I still think that they're kind of trying to figure things out, Mike, you know, what they want to be, you know, with Shaheen Holloway trying to bring some kind of an identity and, uh, you know, we'll see if they pressure the ball because that's how you really can blow up Oklahoma's offense. But I was a little bit surprised to see Seton Hall favored here. I think up they're to two, two and a half now. Yeah, and they're two and a half, uh, and I know two right behind us at Circa. This is a game I'm not going to bet, but if I had to, I'd lean Oklahoma here. Uh, and then in the Phil Knight uh, tournament at Veterans, I think this is on the North Carolina side of it because Duke's playing in the Boda Center yeah. side of it. Yeah, okay. they switched arenas right? from yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um, and by the way, Carolina has uh, gone on a little run here, up by eight over Iowa State. UConn takes on Alabama. UConn undefeated. Both teams undefeated. Mm-hmm. UConn really yet to be challenged at all in any mm-hmm. game this year. Alabama 6-0. and I was surprised they were a five-point favorite over Michigan State last night. Michigan State played well in the first half. Alabama put them away in the second Michigan half. Michigan State, by the way, I think did have an injury. I think yeah. Hall was out of the lineup, so that's why you saw that number. 81-70 they prevailed last night, the Crimson Tide over Michigan State, and they are a one-point favorite against – one and a half now against UConn tonight. Yeah, Yeah, Phil Knight I don't think had to like to see his Ducks get absolutely <laughs> killed by UConn last night. UConn just went berserk. Uh, uh, Alabama – Really good in terms of uh, field goal defense, uh, the Haslametrics uh, that that rates that, but they don't. They haven't really faced an offense that can score at the rim, and UConn can do that with Sonogo. So uh, Huskies really good at the rim as well. So you're going to see a lot of altered shots, a lot of block shots in this game, denying transition, and that's what you have to do against Nate Oates in Alabama. They like to get up and down the floor. You got to stop them in transition. You make them a half court team. They're a very pedestrian and ordinary team, but. Uh, Look, UConn can pressure the ball. UConn's not going to get out-athleted here, and that's where I think Alabama has won a lot in recent seasons is out-athleting teams. They're not going to do that to Danny Hurley's guys necessarily. I'd be leaning UConn here, getting the deuce. Yeah. Oh, look at the total here, 147.5. I lean over. Not sure if I'm going to play it yet. All right, coming up, a rare treat indeed. Andy McNeil, who soul-handedly wrote, the VSIN NHL guide is going to join us to talk about his thoughts on the season so far, as well as the games he likes on tonight's slate. That's next on VSIN Primetime. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see all the changes in the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Welcome back into VEASAN Primetime. I'm Mike Palm. He is Wes Reynolds filling in for Tim Murray and Sean King. And it's our pleasure to welcome in at this time Andy McNeil. You can find Andy on Twitter at Digital Gambler. He is VEASAN's hockey expert and soul-handedly authored the VEASAN NHL Guide. Andy, how are you doing? Well, thanks, Mike. You're, I think you're the first person to give me full credit on that one, so I, I appreciate that. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on again. I didn't think you guys would have me on after the last uh, last episode here where uh, where I gave out a bunch of uh, losing picks. <laughs> I usually can handle that in hockey, Andy. So. <laughs> yeah, and- I hope everybody else can, too. You're going to have these kinds of runs, and I'm on one right now. I almost cooled off the Boston Bruins today. The hottest team in the NHL, but somehow you know they 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 were they were too powerful for my my mush. Can I start there? I, I know you got a couple games you like tonight, but I want to start with the Bruins. I bet them at thirty five to one to win the cup, and I do it based only on one thing: wherever Jim Montgomery goes, he wins. <laughs> if he can keep himself out of trouble, he'll be all right. But I mean, this team has been terrific this year. They've been the best team in the NHL in the third period. Where do you see Boston in terms of the cup chase? Oh, I think Boston's right in the thick of things. I mean, it's all going to come down to whether Linus Olmark continues to be an elite goaltender, and he's a you know a Vesna candidate right now, and um, he's uh, as good as the Bruins have been offensively. They're the best offensive team in hockey right now. They have had a pretty, a fairly easy schedule. We did, they just won their twelfth game at home. The 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 first eleven home games that they have, or the majority of those first eleven home games that they won. Uh, we're against some weaker teams and uh, not to take any credit away from Boston. I think, you know, they played really well against some of the tougher teams in the league too. So there's some, some good signs there, but I don't, I don't think they're going to keep winning at this rate forever, obviously, but um, I, I definitely like them against Carolina today, a team that I was a little bit worried that would come out with a, a, a strong effort after getting shut out by the, the coyotes. And they did, uh, but Boston's a, a, a veteran team, a responsible team. They're never really out of it. Uh, and, you know, you look at guys, like David Krejci, who has come back and he's putting up goals. Uh, he's he's being a bit he's been a big part of the offense. Jake DeBrusque uh, has obviously kind of kicked whatever was holding him back, um, you know, prior to the the latter part of the last season when he really turned it on. And he seems like the the player that they they hoped he would be when they drafted him. Uh, and Pavel Zaka, the the player that they acquired from New Jersey, that I think a lot of people had. Um, kind of pegged as somebody that didn't have as much potential as maybe the Bruins thought he did, but he's, he's been really coming around too. And they have some young players and uh, it was, it was good for the Bruins that the injury bug didn't, didn't hurt them as long as it could have with uh, McAvoy and Marchant out for a while to start the season, but they both returned earlier. And yeah, I think, I think this is a great run for Boston. They, they, they had a lot of home games here. They won them all. And, uh, and they, they won the games uh, against the tough opponents that they faced. Andy, before we get to the couple games, I know that you have plays and that you like tonight. I'm curious your opinion, though. When we last spoke, we were saying, okay, when are the New Jersey Devils going to lose? And then they <laughs> lose about them. two or three hours later. The Leafs get them two to one. But the Devils, I know, had a couple goals disallowed. And uh, 
What did you see of that game? I, yeah, they had three, a couple, three goals disallowed, as a matter yeah, of fact. Two of, them, two of them were probably the right call. The third one was maybe borderline, but I think uh, tough to tough to make that um, right that distinction on the ice, I guess. Um, but yeah, New Jersey, I mean, they'll be all right. Um, I'm still not, I'm just kind of catching up on things here. Uh, they yeah, have Smith is going to be the goaltender tonight for the Devils. Yeah, it looks like it's unconfirmed. I think he's expected, but I don't know if it's been confirmed. So obviously their chances of winning a given game aren't as good with him in the net. It's been, Vitek Vanacek's been really good for them this season. But, you know, with that being said, I believe the last start that Smith made was uh, in Ottawa and they had no trouble taking down the Senators and the, the Sabres have been, kind of wallowing in it lately. So uh, so I, I'm sure New Jersey will have a good chance to get a win tonight. But I see that game around minus 150, pretty close with the market. But uh, I've had trouble pricing the Devils all season, obviously. I bet them to miss the playoffs like an idiot. Uh, and here I am uh, here I am trying to catch up and, and not doing a very good job of it. All right, let's start out uh, in the Metro. The Islanders second in the division, visiting Columbus tonight, where the Blue Jackets, Andy, have been one of the more disappointing Sides. We're looking at the Islanders here, close to a $2 favorite, $1.90. Your total, six flat, juiced a little bit to the over. Yeah, so I don't have any quote-unquote best bets tonight. Uh, I had two today, one still in progress, a small puck line bet on the Pittsburgh Penguins that I believe is doing pretty well. And like I said, the earlier uh, winner on the Boston Bruins um, needed a, needed the bounce back. Uh, didn't, didn't find a whole lot I like today, even though it's a big card, but... Um, when I look at this game, I, obviously Ilya Sorokin has been unbelievable for the Islanders. He put himself in the conversation last season as the you know t- one of the top goaltenders in the league, and he's carried that over this season. And the Islanders have been, you know, surprisingly competent on offense. They might not be as good defensively, maybe as we thought they'd be, but um, they've been they've been playing well. They've, things have been working out for them, but there has been a dip lately in their. Uh, underlying metrics and that's kind of concerning but you know with that said I think this is a good spot for the Islanders to kind of get right the Columbus has a ton of injuries uh, too many to list Zach Wierenski's done for the season line a Patrick line a their their number one snipers out uh, Jacob Voracek he's out um, and you know a couple of other defensemen it's a it's a rough spot to be in for um for Columbus, but when I when I look at this game, I, I just I kind of I kind of see a, a a little bit maybe of a faster paced game than the Islanders typically used to. They seen play a couple of weeks ago. Uh, New York won four three uh, and put up forty plus shots against Columbus. Now it was in Long Island, but the Blue Jackets allow more shots uh, against uh, than any other team at, at home. So um, you know the Islanders have a good chance here to pepper them tonight. And uh, obviously Sorokin can, you know, shut the door. Um, but sorry, I was just looking to see what the updated uh, line is here. Um, I, I think, like, for action tonight, I like I like the idea of the New York Islanders over three and a half goals at plus 100 uh, against Jonas Corpusallo and the Blue Jackets. Andy, uh, Seattle Kraken in town right here in Las Vegas tonight. They're on a three-game winning streak. And, uh, you know, the Kraken... They were so boring to watch last year, and now they're kind of like fun to watch, actually. 11-5-3, but they're here against BGK. It's Grubauer in net, it looks like, for Seattle. Aiden Hill going to go with BGK. We know BGK, disappointing season. They make the coaching change. Bruce Cassidy comes in. They start playing better defense. What have you seen so far out of the Golden Knights that have been the biggest difference, maybe for newer hockey betters that kind of looked at this team and said, eh, they were really disappointing last year. What do you think has been the key to this hot start for VGK? Well, I'd say a lot of 
I'd say a lot of people probably um, were judging the Vegas Golden Knights a little bit too harshly. Specifically, you know, putting a lot on the players for issues that the management caused sure. uh, with, you know, their 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 work last summer. Um, but they've sorted it out for the most part here. Obviously, uh, they, they needed Logan Thompson to be really good, and he has been, so that has to continue. Um, but Aiden Hill is maybe a, a competent backup that could, um, you know, be a guy if it, if it, if it comes to it. Um, but, yeah, Vegas is underlying metrics are just off the chart right now they're the third best team uh, at five on five um in terms of expected goals for percentage the devils the hurricanes panthers bruins all those teams are up there with them um but yeah it's it's been goaltending and uh, just a you know a relentless attack this team is um really really tough to defend they're uh really bear down on their opponents um, and I think, you know, they would have made the playoffs last year if if not for the fact that Pacioretty, Eichel, and Stone all missed 40-plus games. And um, it's uh, it's kind of no surprise to see them bounce back this year. But at the same time, I think uh, I think I think it is a little bit surprising to see how, how good they've been. Seattle, on the other hand, um, I think you've got to worry about Philip Grabauer coming back in, right? It's uh, he, he's the guy that sunk the ship for Seattle last year and. And now he's back in goal tonight after a, a long layoff, and it's been Martin Jones who's been playing fantastic for them. Um, you look at you look at Seattle, like you said, Mike. They they've been on a three-game win streak. They won the last game, but it was an eight-five victory against the Sharks. So uh, so maybe uh, maybe goaltending and defense could could be an issue there. They got some injuries too. Andy, we got about forty-five seconds. Real quick thoughts: Jets at Stars tonight. They played this game on the eighth of November. No scoring in the first period. Then they exploded in the second. Winnipeg wins 5-1, I believe, on that night, or 4-1. The Stars were down 4-1 to the Blackhawks with 10 minutes to go as a $3 favorite on Wednesday. Scored five goals, four off Pete Morazic <laughs> as an empty netter, not only to win, but to cover the puck line. Dallas, $1.65 at home with a total of six tonight. Any thoughts? Yeah, um, I lean towards Winnipeg here. I think I'd make the game uh, closer to plus 140. The Jets have just been so disappointing for me this season, specifically on the road. But they are grading out as a pretty good team, even without Nikolai Ehlers. But the game I'm looking at for action uh, late tonight is is San Jose and, uh, and L.A. We've seen these two teams flip-flop. Over the last few weeks, L.A. was a top offensive team in October. The Sharks were the worst offensive team in October. Now the Sharks are one of the best. Only six teams have scored more goals than San Jose has in November. And uh, and L.A. is the ninth worst offensive team. So I'm looking at the over tonight uh, with the Sharks coming in hot on offense. Thanks, Andy. We're up against it. Appreciate the time. When we come back, we'll look at the NFL slate. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh design with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points and MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back in to VSIN Prime Time. Tim and Sean out today. Mike Palm and Wes Reynolds filling in. Before we start talking about the N- the NFL slate, update here. Yeah. Number one finally goes down. North Carolina flirted with it for a while. Cyclones come back and take care of business. It's a tough afternoon to be a Tar Heel, Mike, uh, if, for any of the Tar Heel fans out there. Because before that, <laughs> the game against NC State, it goes double overtime. Both teams settle for three. NC State gets a three. North Carolina has a chance to win. So they're going to try to tie it from 36 yards, miss field goal wide right. So NC State, Dave Doran gets the win over Mac Brown, 30-27. to 27. And then now we are going to have a new number one in uh, college basketball. Iowa State gets it done uh, uh, outright. I think they were like a little bit over $2 in terms of uh, on the uh, money line. Uh, Iowa State, TJ Otzelberger, Caleb Grill had a big game for the Cyclones. So we are going to see a new number one come Monday. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who it is. It might be the Houston Cougars, mm. who are now all the way up to number two. Uh, I watched that team, man. That team's physical. That, te- that team just beats you in a fist fight. 
I mean, they they really do. It's Houston, Kansas, Texas, and Virginia. Kansas, by the way, in action right now in the Atlantis Championship down in Bahamas. Uh, early 10-2 lead for the Vols. Uh, a lot of our listeners and viewers, Wes, have been having some fun with the Visa and Bets Giving Contest mm-hmm. where the different shows and contributors uh, make bets from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. The first two rounds of bets – uh, one bet on the three Thanksgiving games, and then yes. one bet on the USA-England soccer match had to be put in Wednesday night. Bets for Saturday and Sunday will be, be entered tonight. Um, only five uh, of the 18 entries had winners on this USA-England game today. Um, Dave Tooley, who's a, a underdog specialist, had the under at minus 105. Matt Humans took USA plus a goal on the Asian handicap uh, at minus 120. Uh, both teams to score, Mitch and Paul, had the no. In fact, neither team scored minus 105. And then the big winners from today, both Gil Alexander with the numbers game and the Greg Peterson experience, mm-hmm. cash plus 320 on the mm-hmm. draw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I believe that they are the leaders. I think they both lost on uh, on a, on a uh, Thursday, rather, on Thanksgiving Day. So they're the leaders right now with this draw. Uh, I know you and I, your team with Danny Burke and then my team with mm-hmm. Femi Abebefe, live bet tonight, we kind of thought when they said any bet, it's like, okay, we got to take a shot here because all these other people are going to take shots. And I know that you did on a prop yesterday with mm-hmm. the Devin Singletary. <laughs> we did it with the Dak Prescott anytime touchdown. Also did it with Sokka today for anytime goal scorer. You know, I thought, okay, maybe we just want to land something and get ourselves a lead and not have to come from behind. But got to come from behind. Now, this weekend, I think a little bit more conventional because I believe, what do we have to do? We have to pick one of the three main rivalry Correct. games tomorrow, and those being USC, Notre Dame, Ohio, Michigan, Ohio State, and I believe Auburn, Alabama. Auburn, Alabama. So we got to pick a side or a total in that game, so it's more conventional. And then three sides or totals uh, on the uh, NFL Sunday card. And then I believe Monday. Any bet. What's that? Any bet on oh, Monday. Oh, it is any bet. Any bet that you can find. Uh, to, on Sunday, you have to have one side, one total, one money line. Okay. One point, so. Okay. That defines it a little bit. I know I got to get on the phone with Danny Burke tonight. I'm yeah, sure you with Febby yeah, figure out yeah. our picks. And then it's, I believe, uh, uh, a side or total or a prop uh, and a prop yeah. on the uh, Monday night game, uh, Steelers and the Indianapolis Colts. So, uh, yeah, like we, we tried to take a chance and we thought, okay, we hit one of these because I think, you know, just evaluating me personally, my strength is okay. All right, if you give me a list of 30 college or NFL games, I think most weeks I can get close to 60%. You know, if you just say, okay, here, pick the most winners. But in this type of thing, you got to get a little bit creative. Well, there's 18 teams, so I don't think yeah. winning five bets at minus 110 is really going to get the job. Right, done. right, exactly, because and, and, that's why I think we both, you know, went with the plus money. We did like a mirror bet. I had Morris on one side, you had Sock on the other. Yes. Score a goal, right? Yes. So, I mean, uh, so – Interesting though, as the leaders losing one, but so plus three twenty minus one, they're they're plus two twenty through two days. Um, Gil was the second choice. Circa Jeff Benson put out some odds. Mm-hmm. You might be aware. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Gil was the second choice at plus nine fifty. And behind- by the way, I did not threaten Jeff Benson. No, I know you, you said were not veiled, that or, person. veiled or unveiled <laughs> threats. You mentioned on uh, Matt Newman's yeah. Saturday bet prep, which I I believe you're on later this evening. Yeah. Is is that correct? Um, because of the time change, no, they'll just have my board up there. Okay. Uh, Gill was plus 950, second choice behind a numbers game. Who were the favorites? They did win the August contest. Yeah, I think possession is nine-tenths of the law. Who, I had no problem with Hoops them. Peterson was 20-1 to one 
Mm-hmm. And it, that might sound not not that long of a, a price, but think that that he was the same price as Bill eighty. So that, I mean, he was very right. a very long price, right? So yeah, so you know, so I was not I was not mad at Jeff. Jeff, no, by the way, did step in for the uh, first part of the segment as I get in here two minutes for showtime because uh, the Black Friday uh, shoppers have infiltrated downtown. Mike, well, they changed the whole traffic pattern because of the outlet did. mall. They did. They did. Where they're ignoring the lights. They don't stop. They stop right in front of the exit getting off at Charleston and uh, block traffic. So that, that was nice coming in here. All right. Let's take a look at some uh, some Sunday games in the NFL. Let's start out in Cleveland. This game goes at 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 Pacific. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers taking on Jacoby Brissett and the Browns. The Bucks, a three-and-a-half-point favorite right now. The total of 42. The Bucks. A month ago, we were writing this team off. They're out right. of it. It's done. They can't beat the worst teams, Carolina, Pittsburgh. They're right in the thick of it and favored again to win the NFC South. Uh, the Browns this season has been disappointing at 3-7, and seven, uh, and Deshaun Watson coming back is probably not going to be enough to get them into the playoffs here. Thoughts on this game, Wes? Yeah, I actually uh, do lean a little bit. If you can get that three in the hook, I think it's three with you know heavier juice, juice on the Tampa Bay side. I was on them a couple weeks ago over there in, uh, over there in Germany against Seattle. I just thought that this was kind of the buy low spot on Tampa Bay, if you will. And look, they're probably still going to win that NFC South just on a battle of attrition, just because nobody is going to be able to catch up with them. But they're not, I don't think, necessarily going to run away. We know what Tampa Bay has had this year. They've had a plethora of offensive line injuries, just beat up all over the place. I think the coaching could improve, I, I will say, in Tampa Bay in terms of Byron Leftwich's play calling. Todd Bowles, fantastic defensive coordinator. I think earned another shot to be a head coach, but you can kind of tell it's different. And it's different when you add somebody like Bruce Arians, you know, that had kind of that risk it for the biscuit philosophy. And, you know, he was the veto power essentially on, on the play calling. So I wonder with Cleveland, though, this is going to be an interesting spot for them because. This might be the last start that Jacoby Brissett gets where Deshaun Watson takes over. Now, maybe early on, maybe they do a platoon Kevin Stefanski with the two quarterbacks there in Cleveland to get Watson because it's like, okay, you're in shape, but you're not in quote-unquote game shape. But I think Cleveland's going to have an effort for Jacoby Brissett. I really do uh, because I think he's been an absolute pro through this whole process. You know, obviously he wants to be a starter, but he knows he's on borrowed time as the Cleveland starter. You know, when you look at the statistically, they're not far off. Right. Ray Brady and right. you put them side by side. Uh, the performance has, has been similar. Um, look, Deshaun Watson won't have played football for two years. Right. I, I don't think you just put him back in the game. It's an interesting thought you have about the platoon system and do you get him in with some rotations. But if they win this game and they're four and seven, I think they might treat it a little bit differently than if they're three and eight. Mm-hmm. In terms of getting him in there. And maybe if they're three and eight, you right. just throw him in and he takes his lumps. But if they're four and seven and they still have an outside shot at a wild card, maybe you stay with Brissett and get Watson in there in certain situations. Yeah, that's kind of the way I, I would go with it, too, because Cleveland, more likely, they're out of the playoffs at this standpoint. But I just, uh, you know, Tampa on the road has not been, not been great shakes. Of course, that performance in Carolina, the performance in Pittsburgh. So. They've played down to competition this year, so I'm not necessarily willing to just go lay it with Tampa Bay. It's Cleveland or nothing for me. We'll continue on with the previews into the next hour as well as some college basketball games. I want to get your take on Survivor. I did talk to Jeff Benson, though. Interesting decision this week. If you have both Miami and you have Kansas City, 
Do you use the Chiefs and save Miami? That might be one of your Christmas options when they host the Packers. Yeah, I, I kind of think maybe this is the week to use the Chiefs. I think the Rams have kind of, oh. they, they're they done. I don't they know they're done. I don't understand why you even started Stafford last week. There right. was no, ups, no upside to it at all. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about the showdown in Nashville between the Bengals and the Titans. And Gonzaga takes the court again in the Phil Knight Classic. That's next on Prime Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.